This information is subject to a disclaimer at the end of this podcast. Please ensure that you listen to the disclaimer and go to www.ubs.com for further information about UBS. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to UBS Global Research Power Hub, a channel that shares insights by economists, strategists, and equity analysts on the pivotal questions and events shaping today's markets. My name is Karitan Gorbinov, Associate Analyst from the Leisure and Transport Team at UBS Research, and I'm here with Jared Castle, Transport Analyst from the Business Services Leisure and Transport Team. In this episode, we're going to be taking a look at Future of Transport. Jared, you published a flagship Q-series on the future of city transport. Can you give a higher level overview over how you see urban transport developing over the next decade? Over the coming decades, we think inter and intra-city transportation will undergo a material transformation as the future of transport develops. Furthermore, we think the pace of the future of transportation transformation is likely to accelerate as new technologies get greater access to capital and the need for alternative modes of transport grows due to, among other things, environmental pressure, urbanisation and budgetary constraints. Several drivers such as environmental pressures, safety, urbanisation and demographics are likely to shape the future of transport evolution as the world pivots towards inter and interest city transportation that aims to be net carbon zero, cost effective, safe and reliable. Firstly, we see EV, the EV market growing materially as manufacturing becomes cheaper, consumers become more environmentally aware and authorities tighten up regulations around greenhouse emitting vehicles. Another trend on the rise is shared economy with platforms. We think that ride hailing will grow to more than half a trillion dollars by 2026 as global affordability improves and a regulatory framework comes into shape, such as, for instance, employee protection laws for drivers. Also, we see e-scooters and e-bikes pick up the pace as cities focus on tackling pollution and congestion. However, we have also seen regulations controlling growth of such markets. For instance, in the UK, there are fairly strict regulations around the use of e-scooters, which has limited the growth compared to some other countries with looser laws. City authorities also push for the use of public mass transport, such as bus and urban rail. But we, in fact, have seen a slow but steady decline in usage in many large cities over the past few years. That makes sense. But the modes you just mentioned are more streamlined. What about some more of the innovative modes of transport? Indeed, there are more futuristic modes in development, however, with a less defined path to the mass markets. The common denominator between these is that they are all expensive to get off the ground and more often than not seem excessive for their intended use case. For instance, we compared Hyperloop to conventional air travel or high-speed rail and found that the tickets would have to be tenfold to cover construction, and that is excluding R&D. Hyperloop technology is still very nascent as the engineering teams working on the technology are yet to be able to sustain low pressures in such long tubes. Hyperloops do, do have an advantage over other intercity transportation modes in that they don't require fossil fuel and travel at the same speed as an airplane, but we see capacity as a limiting factor. Probably the futuristic mode we are most optimistic towards are self-driving cars. The primary use case we see is robo-taxis that will allow operators to cut labour and thus drive margins. Many big players are working on self-driving cars and have made substantial progress. Some firms are already trialling small-scale robo-taxi operations, for instance in China, Russia and the US. We have seen some recent slowdowns for some of the developers, 
relating to funding, although that may be a consequence of recent market conditions. Technology is still in development as road navigation algorithms require vast amounts of data, but the way we see it, the industry will continue to progress and will likely have a big impact on how we travel. Continuing the topic, Carriton, you've been following the movement in so-called EVTOLs, electrical takeoff and landing vehicles. What are these vehicles and what role do you think these will play in the near future? So as you correctly pointed out, uh, EVTOLs stand for electrical takeoff and landing vehicles. The specific design varies from OAM to OAM, but most aircrafts in development resemble a hybrid between conventional helicopters and drones. Most EVTOLs are designed to carry four to six passengers plus a pilot, and typically run of batteries in a multi-rotor configuration. The multi-rotor configuration allows for smaller blades, reducing tip velocity, and thus allowing EVTOLs to run quieter than helicopters. Although still in development, manufacturers aim for a range of 250 to 350 kilometers at a speed of about 300 kilometers per hour. There are a number of players working on developing EVTOLs, ranging from smaller startups to large established companies. Our view is that readily available Takai taxis for urban mobility are, however, unlikely to be mass adopted over the short and midterm. There are three primary reasons. Number one, such sky taxis would require a number of vertiports to function efficiently, the estimates being around 300 vertiports in New York and around 400 in London. This will require significant capital as well as permission from city authorities. Um, number two reason is that <coughs> intermodal friction may hinder adoption as the, passengers, as the passenger is likely to travel to and from a vertiport by ride hailing. It will then take them around 15 minutes to board the EVTOL, which for most urban routes is likely to extend the journey time compared to a car. And finally, number three, we estimate high fare prices given the high capex required to build vertiports, production factories, and cover the initial R&D costs associated with development of EVTOLs. Um, furthermore, running costs are likely to be non-trivial as pilots and mechanics are likely to require specialized training leading to scarce labor and higher prices. Now that being said, we think EVTOLs will find its use in premium markets. We see primary functions number one, substitute for private helicopters for high net worth individuals, Number two, airport shuttle transit as a part of a first-class airplane ticket, as evidenced by a number of airline companies making pre-orders for EVTOLs. And finally, we think that some intercity travel can be done by an EVTOL. Sizing these markets, we estimate that EVTOL sales could reach about 6 billion euros by 2030, growing up to 130 billion euros by 2040. We have discussed land and air transport, but what about other technologies that have an impact on everyday travel habits? Do you have a view on how these can disrupt physical transportation? We're very familiar with the video conferencing, as many of us had to use that during COVID-19 for school, work and socials, but we also see video conferencing trends continue in a post-pandemic world. Comments from corporates show their positive attitude towards working from home, uh, with surveys also showing that employees prefer a hybrid environment as they can better manage their time. Naturally, there's been major recovery in business travel, but we think that the numbers are not going to be reverted back to the pre-pandemic levels. This is the new reality. Similarly, e-commerce grew substantially during COVID and is another trend we expect to continue into the future as many people simply find it more convenient to shop through their phones and computers. To put a number to the picture, we estimate that around 11 billion trips per year worldwide can be replaced by video conferencing compared to 2019. These have a direct impact on urban transport. You previously mentioned steady state decline in bus patronage, and this is likely to be further accelerated by these COVID-induced shifts in the way we utilize digital technology. Further, we think metaverse and alternative reality can take a share of travel. 
Metaverse is the idea of a digital decentralized world that can have its own economy, an idea of ownership. People can work and earn money that can be converted to fiat currency and spent in the real world. That being said, the usage is still very limited and technologies out there are not sophisticated enough, but it's certainly something to keep an eye on as it can have a big impact on the way we live and travel. Thank you. Thanks for visiting the UBS Research Pod Hub. That was an introduction and overview of the future of transport with Karatin Gorbanov and Jared Castle. Tune in again for more investment insights. This content has been prepared by UBS AG, its subsidiaries and or affiliates, and is purely informational in nature. It is not investment research and does not contain an investment recommendation, nor investment or professional advice. It is not an offer or solicitation to engage in any investment activity, and you should seek your own financial, tax, and legal advice before engaging in any such activity. UBS has no responsibility to you in relation to this content. It has no regard to your personal circumstances or investment objectives, and receiving it does not imply any form of client relationship with UBS for any legal, regulatory, regulatory or tax purpose. This content is not intended for distribution into any jurisdiction where to do so would be contrary to law or regulation. UBS does not accept any liability over the content of such material or reliance upon any information contained herein. The views and opinions expressed by any guest speaker or third party are not those of UBS. Accordingly, UBS does not accept any liability over any such views and opinions expressed by such persons. This content is the valuable intellectual property of UBS, and UBS specifically prohibits the redistribution of it in whole or in part without its prior written permission. Copyright UBS 2022. The key symbol and UBS are among the registered and unregistered trademarks of UBS. All rights reserved.